Shalom, Halakim, peace be upon you, and welcome back to the broadcast. We are starting our week with some wisdom, some encouragement from the Psalms and from the Proverbs. Today we're looking at Psalm 90 and 91. And Psalm 90 is a psalm or a prayer of Moses, rather. A prayer of Moses. And this particular prayer is one of those that's just this great reminder of how short our lives are, how it's here today and gone tomorrow, how uh, I'm trying to find the words, just how quickly it's gone, how small we really are. We are so small, and our life is but a grain of sand on the scale of time. And yet, so many of us so many of us walk around with great pride and arrogance. And so Psalm 90 just kind of reminds us of just how little we really are. And then Psalm 91 just kind of reminds us of how much we depend on God. It's by His grace and by His mercy that we survive each day. Our lives are so short. You know, to God, a thousand years is like yesterday. And our lives are three score, four score, if we're lucky, right? You know, I'm reminded of what James says. The book of James, chapter 4, he says, Whereas ye know not what shall be on the morrow. For what is your life? It is even a vapor that appeareth for a little time, and then it vanish away. Humbling. Humbling. Let me read that one more time. James 4.14 Whereas you know not what shall be on the morrow, for what is your life? It is even a vapor that appeareth for a little time, and then vanish away. Hmm. Let's read Psalm 90, A Prayer of Moses. And then I'll read Psalm 91, and then we'll move on for our Proverbs for today. Probably a fairly short podcast today. Let's have a look. King James Bible, Psalm 90. Lord, Thou hast been our dwelling place in all generations. Before the mountains were brought forth, or ever Thou hast formed the earth and the world, even from everlasting to everlasting, Thou art God. Thou turnest man to destruction, and sayest, Return, ye children of men. For a thousand years in thy sight are but as yesterday, when it is past, and as I watch in the night. Thou carriest them away, as with a flood. They are as sheep. In the morning they are like grass with which groweth up. In the morning it flourishes and groweth up, and in the evening it is cut down and withereth. For we are consumed by thy anger, and by thy wrath we are troubled. Thou hast set our iniquities before thee, our secret sins, in the light of thy countenance. For all our days are passed away in thy wrath. We spend our years as a tale that is told. Days of our years are threescore years and ten, and if by reason of strength they are fourscore years, Yet it is their strength, labor, and sorrow, for it is soon cut off, and we fly away. 
who know the power of thy anger? Even according to thy fear, so is thy wrath. So teach us to number our days, that we may apply our hearts unto wisdom. Return, O Lord, how long? And let it repent thee concerning thy servants. O satisfy us early with thy mercy, that we may rejoice and be glad all our days. Make us glad according to the days therein. Thou hast afflicted us in the years wherein we have seen evil. Let thy work appear unto thy servants, and thy glory unto their children. And let the beauty of the Lord our God be upon us, and establish thou the work of our hands upon us. Yea, the work of our hands establish thou it. That is Psalm 90, friends. Verse 4 says, For a thousand years in thy sight are but yesterday, when it is past, and so I watch in the night. To God it's like a day. It's hard for us to conceive. And you know, he says, We are like grass. In the morning, like they are grass that grows up, right? In the morning it flourishes and groweth up, and in the evening it is cut down and withereth. I mean, that's how short our lives are. The days of our years are threescore years and ten. And if by reason of strength they are fourscore years, yet their strength late is it yet is their strength labor and sorrow, for it is soon cut off and we fly away. We have a short life. And in that short life, we labor to survive. It's filled with labor and sorrow, and then, we, and then we're cut off, and then we fly away. So with that knowledge, with understanding that, he says, So teach us to number our days, that we may apply our hearts into wisdom. So many times we get caught up in living like we're going to live on this earth forever. And yes, we are going to live in eternity, and there is that mindset. But most of us don't live for eternity. Most of us aren't storing up every day. Our focus is the kingdom of God and storing up treasures in heaven and, and doing the things of God. We act like we just have unlimited time. Uh, we'll, make, we'll do better next year, right? Teach us the number of our days that we may apply our hearts unto wisdom. And then he says, Return, O Lord, how long? Many of us are asking that. Return, O Lord, how long? Let me read Psalm 91, and then we'll move on to our proverb for today, which is Proverb 30. Real quick, Psalm 91. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress, my God, in Him will I trust. Surely He shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler and from the noisome pestilence. He shall cover thee with His feathers, and under His wings shall thou trust. His truth shall be thy shield and buckler. Thou shalt not be afraid of terror by night, nor for the sorrow that flieth by day, nor for the pestilence that walketh in the darkness, nor for the destruction that wasteth at noonday. A thousand shall fall at thy right side, and ten thousand at thy right hand, but it shall not come nigh thee. Only with thine eyes shall thou behold, and see the reward of the wicked." 
because thou hast made the Lord which is my refuge, even the Most High thy habitation. There shall no evil befall thee, neither shall any plague come nigh thy dwelling. For he shall give his angels charge over thee to keep thee in all thy ways. They shall bear thee up in their hands, and thou sh thou, lest thou dash thy foot against a stone. Thou shalt tread upon the lion and adder, and young lion and dragon shall thou trample under feet. Because he has set his love upon me, therefore I will deliver him. I will set him on high, because he hath known my name. He shall call upon me, and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. With long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. So in Psalm 90 we have the conversation about numbering your days. Understanding how short your time really is and how your life is but a vapor. And Psalm 91 is about, hey, dwell in the Lord. Put all your hope, all your trust in Him, and He's going to deliver you from all these things that are common to, to, to destroy men. Like plague, as an example. It brings that up like three or four times. Pestilence. You won't have to be afraid of all the things going on because He is your trust. He is your truth. He is your shield. He is your buckler. He will deliver you. And if you love him, look, because he hath set his love upon me, therefore I will deliver him. I will set him on high because he hath known my name. So on one hand, our life is short. But if we trust in God, we walk with him and he is our priority and he is our love and he is what we set our eyes upon and our love upon then we will have a long life and we will be protected from these things and we will not have to fear the things that is common for man to fear such as pestilence and the like alright let's move on to Proverbs chapter 30 Proverbs 30 verse 1 the words of Agur, the son of Jaca, even the prophecy. The man spake unto Ithiel, even unto Ithiel and to Yukal. Surely I am no more brutish than any man, and I have not the understanding of a man. I neither learned wisdom nor have the knowledge of the holy. Who hath ascended up unto heaven or descended? Who hath gathered the wind in his fist? Who hath bound the waters in a garment? Who hath established all the ends of the earth? What is his name? And what is his son's name, if thou canst tell? Every word of God is pure. He is a shield unto them that put their trust in him. Add thou not unto his words, lest he reprove thee, and thou be found a liar. Two things I have required of thee. Deny me them not before I die. Remove far from me vanity and lies, and give me neither poverty nor riches. Feed me with the food convenient for me. Lest I be fool and deny thee, and say, Who is the Lord? Or lest I be poor and steal and take thy name, God in vain. Accuse not a servant unto his master, lest he curse thee, and thou be found guilty. 
There is a generation that curses their father and doth not bless their mother. There is a generation that are pure in their own eyes and yet is not washed from their filthiness. There is a generation, oh, how lofty are their eyes, and their eyelids are lifted up. There is a generation whose teeth are as swords, and their jaw teeth knives to devour the poor from off the earth and the needy from among men. The horse leech hath two dollars, crying, Give, give. There are three things that are never satisfied, yea, four things say not, it is enough. The grave, the barren womb, the earth that is not filled with water, and the fire that saith not, it is enough. The eye that mocketh at his father, and despiseth to obey his mother, the ravens of the valley shall pick it out, and the young eagle shall eat it. There be three things which are too wonderful for me, yea, four which I know not. The way of the eagle in the air, the way of the serpent upon the rock, the way of the ship in the midst of the sea, and the way of the man with a maid. Such is the way of an adulterous woman. She eateth and wipeth her mouth and saith, I have done no wickedness. For three things the earth is disquieted, and for four which it cannot bear. Disquieted, and for four which it cannot bear. For a servant when he reigneth with a fool when he is filled with meat. For an idiot woman when she is married, and a handmaid that is heir to her mistress. mistress. There be four things which are little upon the earth, but they are exceeding wise. They answer people, not strong, yet they prepare their meat in summer. The conies are but feeble folk, yet they make their houses in the rocks. The locusts have no king, yet they go forth all of them by bands. The spider taketh hold with her hands, and is in king's palaces. There be three things which go well, yea, four are commonly in going, calmly in going. A lion, which is strongest among beasts, and turneth not away for any. A greyhound, and a goat also, and a king, against whom there is no rising up. If thou hast done foolishly in lifting up thyself, or if thou hast thought of evil, lay thy hand upon thy mouth. Surely the churning of milk bringeth forth butter, and the wringing of the nose bringeth forth blood, so the forcing of wrath bringeth forth strife. All right, so Psalm 30 is just chock full of wisdom, isn't it? Just all kinds of things it's hitting on. Let's just kind of go through it for a few minutes. First of all, he says, Who ascendeth up into heaven or descended? Who hath gathered the wind in his fist? Who has bound the waters in a garment? Who hath established all the ends of the earth? Obviously, he's talking about God, right? And he says, What is his name and what is his son's name if thou canst tell? That's so just interesting to me when I see ancient proverbs and psalms that refer to the son of god love that and then we were just talking about trusting in god and how he's our shield he's our buckler and in proverbs 30 says every word of god is pure he is a shield unto them that put their trust in him and then i really love the two things and may this be our desire as well this is this is beyond just great wisdom Great wisdom. I might have to add this to my prayers, daily prayer. It's so wonderful. Check this out. He says, Two things I have required. 
Two things I have required of thee. Deny me them not before I die. He's saying, God, please, before I die, allow me to have these two things. So much wisdom here. Remove far from me vanity and lies. Okay? Don't let me be so consumed with myself. And keep deceit away from me, right? Remove from me vanity and lies. Could be within ourselves, could be those around us. Give me neither poverty nor riches. This is such wisdom here. He's saying, please don't let me be just filthy poor. But at the same time, don't let me be rich either because neither of these things are good for me spiritually. This is, this is so, so wise. Because there's, a, there's, you know, I've never experienced what it's like to be rich. But I have experienced what it's like to be extremely poor without a place to live. Okay, it's very, very dark. Very, very difficult. It's hard to be, let's, focused on the kingdom of God and God's people and and being a light to the world when you're just trying to figure out how you're going to eat today. Okay? This, This is why this is so wise. Remove from me neither vanity or lives. Give me neither poverty nor riches. Feed me with the food convenient for me. And here's why. He says, he's, here's why he doesn't want to be rich or poor. Lest I be fool and deny thee and say, who is the Lord? This happens so often. People get so comfortable that they stop, they stop seeing their great need for God. This is why winning the lottery which you shouldn't be gambling anyway, but people play the lottery. And I always say, you know what? Winning that would be the worst thing to ever happen to you. All those riches that you're longing for would be the worst thing to ever happen to you. Lest I be fool and deny thee and say, who is the Lord? And here's why he doesn't want to be poor. Or lest I be poor and steal and take the name of my God in vain. You see, to take the name of God in vain really means to just misrepresent him. He's saying, I don't want to be so poor that I have to steal to survive because then I'm misrepresenting God. He's saying, so give me neither of those. Give me somewhere in between. Give me just enough that's convenient for me. Just enough for me to be somewhere there in the middle. There is a lot, a lot of wisdom in that thinking. We should all pray that God give me neither riches nor poor nor poverty and remove from me vanity and lies. Beautiful. And then, of course, it talks about a generation that we see this generation in right now. There's, you see, there's nothing new under the sun. He says, there is a generation that curses their father and doth not bless their mother. There is a generation that are pure in their own eyes and yet is not washed from their filthiness. There is a generation, how lofty are their eyes and their eyelids are lifted up. There is a generation whose teeth are as swords and their jaw teeth as knives to devour the poor off the earth and the needy among men. Hmm. And then he talks about being the danger of never being satisfied. Very, very much wisdom here. Well, I think I'm going to stop there and wrap it up.
for this morning. I pray in the powerful name of Jesus, in the powerful name of Yeshua, that you have been blessed this morning and that you're leaving with some wisdom and some encouragement, lots of wisdom in what we studied today. We should all be much wiser now than we were an hour ago. Peace and grace be with all of you, and until next time, God bless.